You're listening to The Life of a Cheerleading Coach. I'm your host, Marley Sievers, with five years of high school coaching experience, seven years of experience as a choreographer and head instructor for the National Cheerleaders Association, and over a decade in the cheerleading industry. Join me as we navigate through the world of high school coaching together. Here we go. This episode is brought to you by the Cheer Coach Planner. Are you ready to replace your bulky coach binder? If so, then you should check out the Cheer Coach Planner. Designed specifically for cheerleading coaches, the Cheer Coach Planner helps you to simplify the administrative side of coaching through the use of planning and organization. Inside, you'll find over 250 pages, including 12 undated monthly calendars, daily life and practice planners, a team section full of forms to help you keep track of everything specific to your team, like rosters, absences, and athlete profiles, and a season section full of forms to help you keep track of everything related to your season, like tryouts, fundraising, game days, pep rallies, and competitions. With a physical planner, digital planner options, and new planners for your captains, you're bound to find an option that works for you. Check them out at cheercoachplanner.com or visit the link in my show notes. The Cheer Coach Planner, your season, your plan. Welcome back to another episode. This week, I am going to be discussing what I do to get my team ready for competition season. We are already in the heat of competition season right now. We've just been preparing as much as we possibly can for the last, well, six months. We've been working on our routine since June. But specifically what we've done in the last few months to get our team ready are things like we started incorporating a computer monitor that we use. So I know when I had talked to coach Christina Wilson, she had said that she used a TV to play back all of the routines that her team ran so that they could watch themselves. So we had the same idea. We have a computer monitor. So we just bought a cable that hooks up to it through HDMI and has a lightning adapter for our phones. So we started recording every single routine that we ran full out on our phones, hooked it up to the computer monitor and just rewatched the routine. I feel like this has been a great help. It's a great visual representation for them so they can see what we're actually talking about when I say, hey, make sure you hit that high V on red or make sure that you're on a certain space on the mat it's been a lot easier to point those things out to the individuals and we have loved it. We use it every day. Another thing that I have wanted to implement from the beginning of the season, I knew that this is something we're going to be doing is what we call a full out Friday practice. I wish that we would have started these sooner is the only thing I have to say because we use them as competition prep. So lately, the week before the competition, they send out the information on how much time the girls have to warm up on each mat, whether it be a tumble mat or the full nine mats. So it'd be, for example, this weekend, we have our show routine first. So we've got five minutes on the stunt and tumble mat and five minutes on the larger mat. And then for different routines, it's only three minutes on the full mats and three minutes on the full mats for another routine. And they don't get the stunt and tumble mats. So what we do when we have that information is the girls come into practice. They get all the props ready to go. 
they warm up, they stretch, and we start in the routine order that we're going to compete in. So we start with our show routine. Okay, you have five minutes to warm up your tumbling. And I start set a timer on my phone and they warm up all of their running tumbling, standing tumbling for the whole routine. And then as soon as that timer is up, they hop on over to the full mat. We warm up stunts on that mat. And then after our timers run out for that section, and they just run a full out. The one thing I wanted to implement too, it's kind of like Monica Aldama does in cheer when she has her team kind of like wait in the lobby area of the gym to like get the feeling of like being called onto the mat. I tried to have the girls like walk a lap around the school, go walk a lap around the school. And as soon as you come back around, I say, be very sure not to step on the mat until the timer starts. And then as soon as they press start, they hop on the mat and they warm up. So after every routine, they go take a lap. Then they come back, timer starts. They warm up their next routine and then they do a full out. When we have enough time in the practice day, I send them around the school between the warm up and running the routine. Often we don't have time and that's why I've wanted to start these earlier so we can get into more of a flow of doing them. We've been doing the full out Friday practices since November, I want to say, but where it's only once a week and they've had Thanksgiving break and winter break, it feels very like inconsistent. And honestly, we should have been starting these from after we learned choreography so they could get into a competition mindset from the beginning. Many of our full out Friday practices we've actually used to rearrange routines. We've had a few injuries, a few ineligibilities that happened the week leading up to our first competition, but our girls managed to do really well. So I'm super proud of them. And we have another competition this weekend and every weekend in January. So we are just working away In prior seasons, our team would host a showcase, which typically has just consisted of our own team performing their routines for our parents, our community members, maybe admin. But I wanted to incorporate our dance team this season, so I had asked them to join us. We hosted an event called a Spirit Showcase. So we had our cheer team, our dance team, and our middle school cheer and dance team there in attendance when we all performed our competition routines in front of not only our parents, but dance parents and admin was there, all of our families. And it was just a great experience for the girls to be able to run through every single routine that they have to compete in, in front of an audience that they could kind of get their nerves out of the way before competing We did have some guest judges come to the showcase. I gave them score sheets from our state organization, and they very kindly gave us feedback at the end of the event. And I thought that was nice to hear actual feedback from somebody with experience in judging, coaching, and it's not just the girls hearing the same thing over and over again from coach. On top of that, the week leading up to our showcase, I did have my good friend Mac come to watch the girls and kind of help clean routines. She was able to come visit us for two practices that week, and we just ran through 
one routine on one day and two of our shorter routines on the next day. She helped us add some flair and just cleaned it and gave the girls feedback that they also needed to hear. So like I was saying, the girls hear it from coaches all the time and sometimes things can be said in a one way so many times to the point where it just doesn't have the same effect but or click with them if somebody else comes in and they say it in a different way or they say they're seeing the same thing it's kind of like oh well my coaches aren't crazy you know these other credible sources are seeing the same thing so maybe i should change that and work on it Calling all cheer coaches, podcast fans, and supporters. This podcast has merch. You heard that right. Don't know what to get your assistant as a gift for this season? Well, grab a cheer coach beanie. Want to stay cozy at practice? Rep the cheer coach sweatshirt. Not only do I sell merch on my website, I also have some awesome coaching resources for sale on there as well. Some of these items include jump drills, motion drills, tryout score sheets, and stunt progressions lists. Head over to marleysievers.com slash shop. That's M-A-R-L-E-Y. S-I-E-V-E-R-S dot com slash S-H-O-P or head over to the link in my show notes. One thing that my coaches did when I was in high school that I wanted to implement with my team as well is having a film day. So while watching the routines and rewatching them at practice is like great, we used to rewatch routines that we competed with or performed with. So I had our parents record every routine that we performed at our spirit showcase. And we used those videos to provide feedback for our athletes before our first competition. So I wouldn't say this was the best tool that we used to prepare them. I thought it was helpful but I definitely feel like there is an easier way to go about giving 30 different girls specific feedback for four different routines and at least three things in each routine that they can work on. And that's what I decided to do. So I spent that entire weekend after our showcase typing up all of this feedback for these girls and they super appreciated it, but it literally took the whole weekend. So The next time around after our first competition, I had decided that, yes, they still need feedback, but they're going to be giving themselves feedback. So I just typed up a blank document for each of them that said, what are three things that I can improve in this routine, three things I can improve in the next, or three things I did great. And they filled out those forms while we watched the videos from our first competition the week later. On the first go around, when I gave them all of the feedback that I had seen and they had three items in each routine, I kind of made it like a fun little challenge for them to cross off every single thing on that list by the time the Fallout Friday practice comes around and we're watching the routines on the computer monitor again. A lot of them were able to check off those things, but we ended up having to rearrange routines based on athletic injuries and other things that week. So a lot of it was not very applicable. So I was glad that we were able to use them giving themselves feedback the week after that. So 
I did continue to write down a list of what I was seeing as a coach and all of the videos that I watched. And instead of giving them a list to make sure they checked it off, I had my own list. And as we were watching the videos from the first competition, I made sure to scan through each video and pause and verbally tell the individual, hey, this is what I'm seeing here. I need this to be improved. At the end, I was like, I have my own checklist this week. I'm going to make sure all of these are crossed off by the time that we have our next competition. So I am sure that there is a better way to go about that. I do like watching the film back from our performances, back from our competitions. Another thing that was really helpful after our first competition was they actually recorded like high definition videos for us and the judges had audio recordings as they were watching the routines, giving feedback to our athletes. And I thought that was incredible. Like if I were to host a competition, that is something I would definitely implement because it was so useful. I made the girls do that as their homework over winter break. I said, okay, after we've done our first competition, here is all the audio clips of the feedback. You need to listen to all of these and type in the comments one thing that the judges said that you are going to implement towards the next practice and competition. And I just thought it was pretty comical how many times our judges said, point your toes in our routines. And that was practically every girl's comment on that post that day, as far as what they're going to improve. Other things we've done to get prepared for a competition season would include halftime performances. This week alone, we have two of them. So we'll get the opportunity to perform two out of our four routines for an audience at girls and boys basketball games. I would recommend that if your athletic director allows halftime performances that you take advantage of this opportunity. For some reason, I feel like the atmosphere is different. And so it just gets the girls a little more excited to be in front of their student body, their peers, their parents, than in front of a judge or a crowd of cheerleaders at a competition because they get to show off something that these people are not as familiar with, but it also has more stake for them because these are people they interact with every day and they want to be able to do a good job. Another thing that maybe I've already mentioned, but we will go and watch our dance team for a few minutes on Thursday mornings. Just once a week, we'll go in and watch whatever routine that they're working on that day and they'll do the same for us. So we can just have another audience, of course. I feel like this really helps with performance anxiety, just getting them in front of as many eyes as possible, as often as possible, I feel like has really helped our team. I guess one additional thing that we do is just At the end of practice every day, when we go and watch the routine on the computer monitor, I always ask them for not only constructive feedback for themselves, but positive feedback for themselves, because it's so easy to get in the mindset of we're here to improve, we're here to perfect, we're here to make everything look amazing. That encouragement and positivity and telling your team that they did a good job gets overlooked. So as many times as I possibly can, I like to reach out to individuals, to the team as a whole and point out the things that they did well. 
in addition to the things that they can improve. Those are all the things that we have done this season to try to prepare our team for competition. As I mentioned, I'm sure that there are other ways, better ways that you can kind of go around giving feedback to your athletes, helping prepare them. So if there are additional ways that you like to prepare your athletes that you want to share, go ahead on over to the cheer closet and answer the latest question that just asks, what do you do to prepare your athletes for competition season? I'd love to hear some of your ideas and implement them with my team as well. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Life of a Cheerleading Coach. Visit the link in the show notes to sign up for my newsletter, get access to our coaching community, The Cheer Closet, and links to resources that you can use for your team this season. Don't forget to follow the Life of a Cheerleading Coach on Instagram and Facebook, and be sure to click the listener support button on my anchor page. Love the show? Go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. To be featured in the next episode, use the link in my show notes to leave me a voice message. Thanks again for listening, and go make a difference. Oh,